This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. This is the Adam Gold Show. I am Adam Gold. V to the Victoria is here. Still hurting. So you can see us on TV if you want. If you have an antenna and you're in Raleigh, 34.1, or you can watch us on Spectrum Cable, 20, uh, 1257 is the channel, I believe. Uh, we're at WRAL Sports Plus, and you can find us on Roku, Android, Apple, Fire TV, as well as the uh, WRAL uh, sportsfan.com. You, know, you, can, you can see us all the time if you want. Everywhere. All the places. Pretty much everywhere. And you can listen to us on the radio. It's a new thing. It's called uh, it's called radio. You can listen to us there, too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we're uh, Greenville, wherever we are. We're all over the state of North Carolina. Um, real quick about the, uh, the Panthers. We are obviously going to talk about them. When I miss a day, I play catch-up. Yes. It's selfish, but I play catch-up when I miss a day. The... I was running some errands at this point on Sunday because actually my son had some uh, uh, some soccer things he had to do uh, four o'clock game and we had to leave the house basically left at halftime. Yeah. So this is like second half. And I remember they're coming out of the timeout and their offense is on the field. Anish, uh, Anish and uh, Jake and Luke are talking about, hey, man, you just get going, get one touchdown. The oh, yeah, right. Next play. Next play. That. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, it's um it's it's not it's not good. No. It's for the last couple of weeks I've been saying I just want them to be fun. I have very low expectations for what this team is capable of doing in terms of wins and losses. Just be fun. Victoria, you're a Panthers fan. Uh, unfortunately. Are yes. they fun? Not at all. It's excruciating. See, it's hard, right? Yes. You want your team. You're going to watch your team. I live in the in the in an area where the Carolina Panthers are forced upon me. <laughs> yes. Make it enjoyable. At least. It's not enjoyable. They're not fun losers. It's just it's not just, fun. It, it's just not an entertaining brand of football. And it's not only them. Like, Arizona ain't good. No. Heck, they haven't even played anybody good yet. <laughs> I know. That's why I was curious to see how that game was going to go. Because now you've got these two boring teams who can't get wins. Maybe I, something will happen. And I'm not even sure what the 49ers are. I think the, um, we're going to talk about them in a minute. In a minute. But... And the 49ers are the next uh the next opponent. But my gosh, just just I'm just I'm begging you. Just be fun. <laughs> Anything. Don't make it a root canal. I mean, somebody come down from the stands and run across the field. Something like <laughs> a streaker. They need a streaker. <laughs> yes. We need a streaker. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I used to go to uh NFL games when I was a kid. We I don't go to NFL games anymore. Uh, but we had season tickets to the Jets when I was growing up. And so from the time I was like in third grade to the time I went, I was probably two years into college. I went to 
five, six, seven home games a year, maybe more. Yeah. I went to all of them when I was living at home, but even when I went to college, I would go home for certain games. Um, they used to have halftime shows where uh, they actually flew these model planes, and it was a Snoopy and the Red Baron. Yeah. And they did that until the Red Baron crashed into the upper deck at Shea Stadium. Oops. And they stopped that. I'm going to say that that would be better <laughs> than what we have seen, not at halftime, right. but during the actual game. Yeah, maybe that should happen. Tragic situation of the Red Baron. No one gets hurt. We just have to crash something. Just smashing <laughs> into the upper deck. All right, let's uh, let's talk. We'll call this the facts-only portion of the show. So, as I said, I'm going to play a little bit of catch-up. Panthers have one of the worst offensive teams that I have ever seen. The defense is good. I don't think the defense is amazing, but the defense is good. But maybe the defense is amazing, but the offense just is so bad that the defense has no chance. I don't even know how to quantify how bad the offense is, but here are numbers from the first four games. And keep in mind, it's not like they have played four Super Bowl contenders. I don't believe they've played a playoff team. I think the Giants will finish under 500, even though they are 3-1 and right now. Cleveland is not a playoff team. Uh, The Saints are not a playoff team. And nor are the Arizona Cardinals. The Panthers have scored zero points in the first quarter of games. None. Wow. Zero. That's bad. Right. They have scored one first-half touchdown. That came against the Browns inside a two-minute warning when Christian McCaffrey had a rushing touchdown. That's the touchdown in the first Half produced by the offense so far this season. Their offense have generated in the first half just 22 points total. Total. Wow. The touchdown and five field goals from the offense. As an offense, they are averaging 16 points per game. Baker Mayfield is 27th in passing yards per game. He's 32nd in total QBR. Yikes. How many teams are there in the National (laughs) Hockey League, Victoria? That would be 32. Yep. Wow. He's 30th in passer rating. As an offense, they are 32nd. That would be last in total offense. They are 30th in passing. They don't even run it well. They're 24th on the ground. That's not the side of the scale that you want to be on. You don't want to be at the bottom. You're bad at all of it. (laughs) Look, I know it's fun. They would need to improve a lot just to be bad. That's how bad they are. The Panthers' offense at this point is offensive. All right, now we're going to get to uh, Matt Rule in a second. I want to get to a couple of other things before we come back and we listen to what people have to say not named me. So NC State lost to Clemson, which I don't think any of us are surprised that NC State lost at Clemson. 
Uh, 30 to 20 was the final. NC State tacked on kind of a garbage touchdown. This was a 30 to 13 game. But honestly, I think it was closer than that. It was, it was, the game was there for NC State into the second half. And I want to, I want to talk about it in this way. Cause I think there, there are positives to take. NC State didn't look like they didn't belong. They belonged on the field with the Clemson Tigers. As a as a team, as a football outfit, they looked the part. That is, this is not the case. It wasn't like the the Carolina Notre Dame game from the previous week, where oh boy, that was a physical mis- mismatch. This was not a physical mismatch. I think there the program is in a good spot uh, in all possible ways, including culturally. So good for them. However, if you are going to win big games. You have to be dynamic on offense. You have to be. And I don't know what you would call the Wolfpack offensively, but I don't believe the word dynamic comes to mind. Now, I don't I think they're good. But they don't separate themselves from anyone. And I'm going to use an example, a local example in just a second. Because I think if you want to be great, you have to do one of two. You have to have one of two things working for you. You either have to have better players. And for a long time, and I'm going to use an example at the top here. For a long time, Alabama just got by with, oh, we got so many more better players than you that we can just be, you know, pro style, run the ball, do and take our shots down the field when we need to. That's the way they used to do it. And then... You know who came along? Clemson came along. And they ran Deshaun Watson out there. And then they ran Trevor Lawrence out there after the Kelly Bryant experience. And they showed you what offensive dynamics could do. And now Alabama went, well, we got to be great offensively too. And now what you see, right? Georgia is going, I think Georgia will go through that as well. Ohio State has gone through that. They are now super offensive clubs with great defenses. So you either have to be great, you have to have better personnel, or you better be, you better scheme your way to being great offensively. And I don't think NC State is either of those things, which means that you have limitations. So they don't have dramatically better players than anybody else. And in fact, they don't have better players than Clemson. Again, I thought they looked like they belonged on the field as a team. So here's here's where I thought the game went sideways. We'll just and we'll we'll go through this and then we'll again we'll come back and we'll listen to some sound in a minute. And it happened early. You're down three nothing. Clemson has just put together a nice drive, solid opening drive for a field goal, one that Victoria would have wagered on and place your bets <laughs> right. and, and would have uh, would have cashed money. Yes. Um, and NC State answered with their own great, long, methodical drives, with Devin Leary being the most effective player on the drive with third down conversions. He made great throws on third down. And then they have a first and goal at the seven. 
We're going to talk to Eric McLean about this because I think this was the key to the game right here. First and goal at the seven. And you try some shovel pass to Thayer Thomas that loses four. And then you just hand it off to Jordan Houston. And then you do a quarterback draw? What are we doing? They got to the seven and just went, cool. Let's not screw this up. Kick a field goal. No, man, that ain't it. This is not how you win that game. I said this at the very beginning of the season against East Carolina. It was going to be an indicator. I was hoping that I was wrong, but I was not wrong. They have not changed their offensive identity. Their offensive identity is let's not make mistakes. Let our defense win games. And guess what? That doesn't work against Clemson. I get. I got news for you. You know who else it's not going to work against? Wake Forest. It ain't going to work against the Demon Deacons. Because that team has a dynamic offense. All right, let's move on to them real quick. Remember, actually, you weren't here that day, Victoria. I, I thought that we had a clip from Heather Dinich on ESPN talking about Clemson's defense and why she was worried Wake Forest though if if they can't stop Wake Forest how are they going to deal with Ohio State because blah blah Ohio I saw Ohio State what they did to Wisconsin and here we are and I've said this before college football is all about assumptions it's we, we don't we don't need to be proven anything because we know going in who's great and who's not Who's got better players and who's not, except we don't. Wake Forest is really good. And they've got really good wide receivers and a super offense and a dynamite quarterback. And the fact that Wake moved the ball through the air against Clemson, who, by the way, had tons of injuries in the secondary, shouldn't be about Clemson. It's about Wake. And the assumption that Ohio State did that to Wisconsin, like Wisconsin's that great. Right. We assume because Wisconsin always has great records, and we have to stop that. I don't know if Wake's better than Wisconsin. I think they are. I think Wake's really good. And Wake plays a way that keeps you interested. If you are on defense, you better be focused on what they're doing. They are a little bit unconventional, and they can beat you both ways. They lined up and ran it at Clemson in the fourth quarter and moved the football on Clemson, something NC State probably couldn't do against the Tigers. Anyway. Interesting football game. What a concept. Look, Wake wake at Florida State, that was was Wake Forest. I think Florida State's good, too. Yeah. Wake Forest. Very, very good football team. Uh, UNC squash Virginia Tech. We knew that was going to happen 41-10. Duke did the same to Virginia. We sort of thought that was going to happen. I don't know what to make of the Coastal Division. I don't think any of them are any good, to be honest. But somebody's going to win the last one. I mean, just just roll dice. Duke's at Georgia Tech this week. Wow, Georgia Tech fires Jeff Collins. They win at Pitt. Whatever. <laughs> UNC visits Miami this weekend. I, it's weed out weekends back to back because I think the the Duke Carolina game is not this Saturday, but the following Saturday in in prime in prime time. There's still weeds in Charlotte though, so they're not done yet. Yeah, that, that is right. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, to uh, to the NFL. So the 49ers beat the Rams last night, right? Mm-hmm. I think the 49ers are like three quarters of a football team. Not like I think they're good, but they're three quarters of a football team. I think they have an excellent defense. Right. Excellent, excellent defense. And I think depending on the week, their offense is, a, is fine. I don't think their offense is ever great, but Debo Samuel is an amazing player. Yes. Jimmy Garoppolo is a solid quarterback. He doesn't have to be any better than solid. That's what he is. If the defense is always there, then as long as they don't screw it up, they're, they should be able to be in games and figure out a way to get something done. Uh, but Jimmy Gar- they scored 11. No, I'm sorry. They got beat 11-10 to 10 by the Broncos the previous week. Jimmy Garoppolo got his first start. They produced 10 points. They're just awful. But, and even though the offense didn't produce all the points this one because they had a a pick six for a touchdown, the offense did at least create, to an extent, 17 whole points. Right. Which is enough when the Rams stink. Yes, and only got nine. (laughs) Right. I, I, I don't think the Rams are bad, but I also don't think the Rams have had a very... Uh, comfortable schedule to start the year. Yeah. But whatever. One uh, one quick thing before we go back to the top for Matt Rule. So did I get this right? The Dolphins made the doctor who cleared Tua the scapegoat? Apparently. Right? But there were a lot of failures in that. The fact that he was... uh, The fact that he was cleared is it's it's awful yes. right so he's an easy target but i i want to ask this question no one on the sideline could tell that Tua shouldn't be in the game right no, nobody nobody could no. tell on the sideline Not the, in the, the wobbling room. guy no nope. the, the guy who needs a teammate to, to lean against so he doesn't fall over right that's the guy we didn't know shouldn't be in the game so <laughs> Go back to the locker room. Come, He's fine. He's fine. Just shake it off. It's fine. So was everybody distracted? Was Red Panda performing during a TV timeout? What's, how does the team not know? For, like, I'm, I'm not even... I'm not going to absolve Mike McDaniel of blame. I'm not... Like, I've heard people like, I can't believe people are out here, uh, uh, like, uh, attacking his character. Like, nobody's attacking his character here. He's just like every other freaking football coach. Or, like, or every other coach, really. Yeah. Like, they're trying to win a football game. Two is our better quarterback. Can he play? Yeah. Get him out there. Yeah. That's the way That's the way we process these things. That's the way they process these things. Which is why it has to be completely out of everybody's hands, including players. I mean, it didn't take a genius to figure out that Tua shouldn't have been on the field. No. Yet he was. So he fired the doctor that cleared him, except everybody else allowed him to play too. Yeah. But we're not firing those people. Just that's kind of stuff bothers me. Mm-hmm. Bothers me. All right. Back to uh, back to Matt Rule. We're going to talk uh, ACC football with Eric McLean at the bottom of the hour. All right. So the offense is bad. The defense is not scored another defensive touchdown. It's two defensive touchdowns in four games. Yeah. Right? 
It was a Frankie Louvu. Yes. I love Frankie I Louvu. I love Louvu. I am yes. a huge fan of Frankie Louvu. All right, so you have a defense playing well, and again, the Cardinals aren't good. Mm-mm. Matt Rule on basically being half a football team. We knew they were going to load up on the run. Uh, they did a good job. We had some opportunities. We had Robbie on the over route. That we had a chance to be a big play there in the third quarter. Uh, we weren't able to. We weren't able to complete that. So, um, uh, you know, a lot of things. A lot of things that have to be corrected offensively. You know, especially you know, I thought our defense was kind of fighting and hanging in there and keeping it a close game and just you know kind of waiting for the offense. And in the end, I think the time of possession in the second half was 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 brutal against our defense. Um, and you know. Defense has to get off the field. Don't get me wrong, but they they needed um, they just needed some spells, some spells. So you know, offensively, I think we have to go back and look at everything and see you know what we can do better, uh, see what we're doing what we're doing well, and try to fix what ails us right now because because it, it took a toll on us tonight. My, one of my favorite phrases that coaches use is complimentary football, right? Yeah. And this basically each side helping each other. Well, the defense is good. Again, I don't think the defense is great. But the offense cannot sustain anything. So they've scored 64 points in four games as an offense, right? Two of the touchdowns are essentially one-play drives. Mm -hmm. The Robbie Anderson uh, broke no no coverage against Cleveland, and the LaVisca Cheneau catch, make one guy miss, run down the sideline touchdown against the Saints. Right. Those are two of the drives. Mm-hmm. They're they're nothing. Yeah, they they don't even I like. They had a game. They had eight first downs in a game or something like that. They just they don't move the ball. No. I wish Baker were better. I really do. He's not at this point. I'm I'm not even like you're watching the game and you go, wow, they can't even go to the backup. Because we know Sam's not better than Baker. Right. And we know he can't do any better than this. And in most cases, like, fans would be calling, oh, bring the backup in. Here? <laughs> no. Nope. Not, nah, man, they don't want to see the backup. <laughs> we know just what's Baker, just go do the best you can, man. We're all behind Keep you. going. It's I think just... that's the frustrating, well, one of many frustrating things for me is the fact that I didn't think... Mayfield was going to come in and change the whole thing, but the fact that he's not even at the same level right now as right. Darnold, I just and that's saying something. That is like I don't know what's worse than bad. We still have to figure that out. But that and mm. he gets a lot of passes batted down because he's not he's not a tall quarterback. No. He's a smaller quarterback, and I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying those guys can't be effective. Baker has been effective before. Now, does he get more passes batted down than other quarterbacks? Probably. I mean, Russell Wilson is a, was, say was, a really <laughs> good quarterback in the league. I don't think he's that great anymore. No. But um, he's not that, it's not that or what this version because he's, you know, 5'9". It's just, it's kind of over. Yeah. But, you know, Russell was a great quarterback at that height. You have to scheme around these types of things, but the real problem is... They just, they're just, I feel bad for Christian McCaffrey. I just feel bad for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He's, uh, he's doing the best he can. All right. Final thing before we, uh, before we break, we're not going to talk about this a ton right now. We'll talk about it more later. Um, the hurricanes are four and O in the post, in the preseason. I call them the, the September friendly season. They have their last exhibition game in Buffalo tonight. 
but I think they're legitimately good. I just can't draw anything definitive from it because you just don't know how teams approach. It's like it's like taking a bowl season in college football and assigning real meaning to the bowls. <laughs> like, how do I know whether or not Team X is motivated in the Copper Bowl? I don't. I just don't know. It's a complete guess. And I'm not saying teams are not playing hard because I don't think you can get on the ice and not play hard. But there's just not the extra that teams give during the regular season. But with that said, Matt and Hurricanes are just taking names through four games. Yes. The, the, the worst game they played, they were significantly better than Florida in Florida. That's the worst game they played. They have otherwise destroyed Tampa, Florida, Columbus. Destroyed them. The last two have just been comical. Yeah. 8-1 last night. So uh, they play Buffalo tonight. This is the Adam Gold Show. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.